Imagine if you could travel back in time. Where would you go? What would you see? The big question is, are you ready to go on an adventure of a lifetime? How do we explore around the world and back in time? Find out about this quest anyone can take, even if you don't believe you can. That's the question. And in this podcast, you'll get the answer. For a unique perspective on travel, set a course for uncharted territory. Your host and navigator, Tara, and welcome to Mind Time Travel. Hey, welcome back. It's Tara for another episode of Mind Time Travels, and I am glad you're here. And today I'm actually going to talk about something that is a little sensitive to, um, well, it's not sensitive to me anymore because now I view it from a different mindset, but um, it is something very personal that happened to me in this timeline as well as um, my very previous timeline. I haven't found it on another timeline, so I'm not quite sure why it was so prevalent in this past one and this one but I'm going to share that today because I had an epiphany the other day I thought why am I so passionate about helping people who have um, suicidal tendencies shall I say Um, and I really wanted to help teens Um, we lost a we lost a family friend who um, was 16 at the time. She was um, my daughter's best friend. It was actually my best friend in high school. Her brother's family had moved up to Washington State where we were living at, kind of searching for a better life. And it was a little cheaper up there. And um, the house next to us had become available. And I said, hey, come up here, you know, and $500 a month in rent, okay? This was almost 10 years ago. But um, so they moved to this part of Washington. And, you know, I was kind of like a sister to this family. And my family got really close to them. And the daughter, she was always just, you know, a little troubled. And, you know, no biggie. We always loved her. And, you know, she had a really good energy about her. Well, she, we moved away about a year and a half before she took her own life at age 16 and I still can't even imagine how how her parents who we are still close with them to this day um how they hold on to that what that means if you know if you've known somebody or gosh if you've even had to deal with had to experience this in your own life my heart just really goes out to you. It, it really is a tragedy and it, it should not be this way. God does not send his children to this earth to take their own lives. I truly do believe that. And I know that we do come here with some pre, you know, pre-purposes and pre-contracts, but I don't think that taking your own life is one of them. I think that that is a byproduct from these lower level emotions and it's sad not only to me but to everybody i don't think that there's anybody who thinks that that is okay and so i'll go back to how that played into my own personal timeline my my own timeline i the one previously i took my own life as a teenager and I was able to go through that process in a very safe 
secure, loving environment in a group session, actually. And I went through that process and I got to view it on that timeline. My little sister was there with me, holding me, crying my name. And that's kind of what broke my heart almost the most was how much I had hurt my younger sister. But um, the traumas that I had to go through in that past timeline, I just really, it wasn't scary. It wasn't yeah, it was trauma, but I was able to, like I said, I was just, it really was in a loving environment. And that carried on to this timeline. And I'm not, I mean, I'm kind of ashamed to admit it, sure. But um, I'm definitely in a different mindset now. It almost feels like a different person. But um, as a teen, I actually um, tried to take my own life. I was very close. Um and when I didn't, I just kind of thought about it for a lot of years. And that's how I dealt with my depression was, well, it'll all be over soon enough. And unfortunately, this went on into my adult life. And it wasn't until I was able to release it by going back to my past timeline that now, I mean, I can definitely say now that that is something that I have released. It's not in my emotional, my energetic field anymore. I know this. I can feel this. It's gone. I was able to release it. And in doing so, it gave me such, such a freedom, like amazing. And so I asked my, my daughters when they were younger, I said, well, do you think that going on timelines would help children to Uh, teens especially to not want to take their lives like if they could see that this is a pattern and these challenges in your day-to-day life that don't serve you they actually are serving you and if you could view them with a different from a different higher vibration you know could that help could it help I don't know my daughters didn't have answers to it what do you think Like, do you think this could help? And I really had this, you know, back then when I had these, when I was curious about it because I had seen how it transformed my own personal life, I really wanted to move forward with it. But how, right? I had no idea how. Will I go to the high school and ask to, you know, talk to some of the most vulnerable kids no way the the medical system would never allow that first of all but um you know how do you even introduce introduce that so kind of put that on hold and here's where the epiphany I had just the other day right because I was really thinking like what made me feel so passionate about this I could do anything like I I actually do another, I do some other workshops um, on a little lighter of a, of a scale, right? Like quit smoking, quit drinking, quit nail biting, setting goals, right? Very light and airy transformations for other people, but you can talk more freely about that. This obviously going on at other timelines is a little bit more, I'm going to say esoteric, although I don't like to be categorized as esoteric, but um, you just can't really tell everybody about this. So how did I get so passionate about this? Why did I put so much energy into this? 
into, I've been studying it my whole life, but why did I choose to do this now? This is where my epiphany came in yesterday because I was like, where, where did I just like, kind of like a bull in a china shop, like I'm doing this. This needs to get out to people. I have to serve people. And if they can just release those lower level emotions, that is what I feel like my purpose is. And really, really those life taking thoughts. People should not, they should not be living with these thoughts. They shouldn't be. You shouldn't be waking up in the morning thinking that you'd rather die than go to work. It's not healthy. I mean, obviously it's not healthy. So I reflected back about three years ago. This is when I got so passionate about helping people who wanted to take their own lives is I was walking on the beach and I just put the two together. I just connected it. That was kind of that day I was determined. I I just said, you know what? This has to get out. This has to get out to people. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I know how I'm going to do it because I have process and the research and the the knowledge. I just don't know how I'm going to get it out. Okay, so anyway, I'm walking on the beach and at the very, at like the bend of the beach where you can't walk on the sand anymore because the waves are coming up, there was a man and he was sitting on the rocks and, you know, um, gosh, maybe 55 and he looked like a healthy, you know, he was an attractive man. He wasn't, you know, unkept and, oh, just to let you know, um, so I practice Gracie Jiu-Jitsu and in Jiu-Jitsu you always make eye contact if you are ever in a vulnerable situation and at that point where it's just the two of us on the beach I would consider that a vulnerable situation so I'm intent on making eye contact with this man so that I can kind of gauge his intentions right because we're the only ones on the beach so you know I put on my smiley face and I'm you know waiting to make eye contact with him and he would not make eye contact with me but in that I didn't feel vulnerable. He was lost in thought and he was, he didn't necessarily look sad. He just, I remember thinking like whatever he is thinking right now, he's probably not even noticing me. I definitely feel safe. I'm going to, you know, let my guard down a tad. I don't find him as a threat to me. So I'm going to, you know, I'm at the end of the thing. So I'm just going to turn around and, you know, be fine. And not once did he acknowledge my presence. We were probably about 15 feet from each other. He was sitting on the rocks. I was walking the beach and I'm walking and I remember just thinking like, wow, that guy was really lost in thought. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I'm walking and I, and I allowed my back to be turned to him because I really um, did not find him as a threat. So anyway, I'm walking down the beach and it's about a 15 minute walk. I get back up you know, go back into my community, get back home and whatnot. And there's stop traffic on the freeway and um, fire trucks, ambulances. And that man had a backpack. And I remember seeing his backpack. <clears throat> that man walked out into the waves. <clears throat> I was the last one to see him. 
I was probably down the beach far enough because the timing of that would have worked out that I was probably, I was the last one to see him before he took his own life. And he walked out into the waves and he shot himself. And of course, all these thoughts in my head, like, oh man, I, what if I would have just said something like, hey, how are you doing? Or, you know, open that conversation. I have, I have the clinical skills to, you know, as a naturopathic psychologist, to be able to talk with him and, and really serve him. But I didn't. And I'm not blaming myself. I'm just saying that that really is what started to drive me right like this man so it turns out he was a um he had served in the fire department as a um a captain and everybody loved him in his community and he was just done and to me i feel like i feel like going on previous timelines like it helped me it helped to release that i feel like it can really help other people so Let me just reach out to you right now if you feel like that. Anonymously, please contact me and let me invite you to try out Mind Time Travels, okay? I want to serve you with that. So if you're needing that, please, please reach out, okay? Because nobody should be operating on that deep level. I know what it is like to feel that. I know what it's like to wake up, to go to bed, to to feel that. But I also know how beautiful, how amazing to have that burden lifted. And that, that is what I want to, that is how I want to serve. And so um, please even reach out to me with questions and comments and all that good stuff. I'm going to wrap it up in love and light. I hope to hear from you. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you loved or even liked this episode, reach out to Tara on social. Why you liked it. What has it done for you? And what you'd like to hear in the future. To get more information and a free travel brochure, go to mindtimetravels.com or click the link right now.